Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite On Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host and my co-host, Patna and friend, uh, director of the AC Fishing Schools, Mr. Ron Hobbs. Who are you? Good morning. Wow, Wow, I'm stunned. Good morning, everybody. All right. All right. And you know what? Um, You forbade me from giving you a theme song, but there's other people that actually have theme songs on here. Okay. So let me me go to the first one. Okay. All the way from Utah, slithering seven feet under, none other than a resident earthworm, Mr. Andrew Mack from Mack Fish Reports, IGFA, and Western Outdoor News. Good morning, Mack. Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. That's your cue, bro. Good morning. There was some kind of spotty here. I don't know if you guys can hear me very well. Okay, no, but no problem. So let me hang on there. Let me introduce our other resident, okay? And um, he's got the cooler song. I'm telling you, he's got a much cooler song than you. All right, folks, without further ado, the director of the Penn Fishing University, another dear friend, longtime friend, and a wealth of knowledge when it comes to fishing. Ronnie used to call him the Encyclopedia of Fishing, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. Wow, is it, is it tough waking up today? I woke up without my alarm clock today. Actually, so did I. Yeah, weird. Wow. Well, okay. well they say old people. They say old people sleep less hours. Oh, Ooh. Thank you very little. <laughs> you know what, Steve? You just, I think he just called us old. Now I called uh, you ancient. I believe. I believe the proper retort is I resemble that remark. There yes, you go. I agree. All right, let me do this since I know that um, uh, Andrew's going to be in and out. Okay, because the reception is kind of rough. I want to know this. Yesterday you called me and told me you were close to a trifecta or whatever you called it. And um, did you achieve it? Earthworm? Uh, yeah, so basically I got a, a Utah slam. He's talking about a thing called the Utah Grand Slam, which sounds cool. All right. Tell me, did you do it or not? Uh, yep, I did it. Now I'm going for uh, number five. I need to find a brown trout today to get all five species. Oh, nice, 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 so it's, nice. It's very awesome out here. I mean, we did. We went uh, three or four. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we went to uh, uh, four reservoirs and then a creek. Um, you know, I was able to catch uh, rainbow trout, tiger trout, uh, brook trout, and uh, uh, cutthroat. So now today I just need to find the brown trout, and then I have uh, the Utah Super Slam, which is all five species. 
How cool is so that? It's, it's, it's going to be tough because there's not a lot of browns in this area. They're more north uh, from what I've heard. But uh, what was that? No, no, no. You, you, you're cutting in and out. So, folks, uh, keep in mind, he's in Utah. He's on this uh, lake, and it's very, very rough as far as signal. But anyway, uh, Earthworm, just talk as long as you can, and when we lose you, we lose you. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, uh, like I said, today we're fishing uh, Lake Panguitch, um, you know, for the cutthroats, um, hopefully maybe some more tigers and uh, rainbows, and then uh, I'll definitely be trying to look for a brown trout. Um, at least one. I don't care the size. I just need one. That way I have all five species. So it's uh, great weather up here. Um, in the morning, it's around uh, 17 degrees, and then it heats up to about 45 to 50. So it's not too bad. Okay. Um, now, let's go ahead and get into the report a little bit. Uh, so we're in that transition now um, of the SoCal trout uh, uh, season. So there's some lakes that have stopped already and some that are up and coming. So like, if you're looking for a state stock, uh, Santa Fe Reservoir uh, and Puddingstone Lake have both stocked this week from the state. Um, and then uh, uh, private stocks, you have Mountain Lakes, uh, which stocked on Thursday, uh, Fisherman's Retreat, which stocked yesterday, and then Santee Lakes uh, in San Diego County, they have their trout opener uh, today. Uh, they stocked uh, 3,000 pounds of fish. Uh, 500 pounds of those are the lightning trout. And they did tag uh, 40 fish uh, worth uh, worth prizes. So there's 40 fish swimming around. Uh, there are three lakes, um, you know, that are worth, uh, you know, something to win, rods, reels, uh, maybe some fishing passes and all that. Um, so definitely if you're looking for the bigger fish, I would say today to focus on Santee Lake, um, definitely your chance to get, you know, the lightning trout uh, as far as SoCal um, area. Now, next week is a pretty big week. Uh, on Thursday... There's two lakes that have their trout openers, and that's going to be Hesperia Lake. Uh, they're having their uh, trout opener, uh, which they're stocking Thursday uh, from Mount Lassen. And what's cool about Hesperia is that you can fish on stock day. So as soon as they open at 6 a.m., you know, you go pay your fishing fee, go find your spot, and you can fish in. Another lake that is actually having their first trout or their trout opener on Thursday is none other than San Ana Lakes, uh, right there in Anaheim, off of the 91. Uh, they're going to be seeing, you know, full truck with mountains and trout. Uh, these fish are going to be upwards to about eight pounds or so, eight to nine pounders. Typically, their first uh, their first trout stock. Um, it, it's kind of like a, I, I always call it the tester, the tester stock, you know. So, but they're still going to put some healthy ones in. And then uh, uh, following next week, um, and then, you know, Thanksgiving weekend, um, they're putting in monsters. Uh, we lost you there. Okay, I think that's about as far as we went um, with um, the earthworm. He's in Utah, so we'll forgive him. What do you say, Ron? We forgive him? Yep. All right, we'll forgive him. All right, you know, well, let me just Sorry add. Oh, there you are. Okay, come on back. Come on back. Continue. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> well, we lost you there okay, for a bit. So, yes. Okay. So, okay. So, yeah, San Ana River Lakes, um, you know, they're definitely going to start their trout season full force. Um, and they'll also have probably a couple trout derbies uh, during the season. Nothing's locked in yet for the days. Um, but, you know, expect, like I said, expect the biggest fish uh, being stocked in SoCal going to be at San Ana River Lakes um, in the next coming weeks. So, a lot of opportunities for getting fish. Of course, you know, if you would like to go to Big Bear Lake, uh, Big Bear Lake, they had a stock in a few weeks ago. 
Uh, but there's so many holdovers in this lake. I mean, guys are getting them from shore early morning, you know, throwing, you know, soaking mouth tails or power bait on a Carolina rig with two-pound test. And then, of course, if you are on a boat, um, you know, trolling has always been, you know, the number one way to catch them there. Um, you know, different areas are getting them down there by the observatory, up, you know, up closer to the dam, uh, kind of outside of Boulder Bay right there, kind of that big circle, um, you know, to get those trout. Um, other than that, I mean, it's it's on. I mean, more lakes are going to start, you know, stocking this month, and and it's going to be uh, it's going to be some good stuff. Yeah, and so, I know, I know, I, mean, I know. With you, uh, I mean, there's only one other place to go, and that's. And that's Lake Elsinore, I'm sure that's what we wanted to say. But you know what? We're not going to talk about Lake Elsinore until we get a call in from okay. Jonathan Oliver Skinner. He's going to be calling in, so we're going to save the Lake Elsinore report when uh, when he calls in. He spent a day with me on uh, Thursday. So, yeah, so yeah, go ahead. Yeah, one, one more fish to focus on uh, right now as well as these lakes start stocking trout is start bringing out the big swim baits. These striper are going to start coming in, you know, slamming the trout. You know, as soon as these lakes start stopping there, um, you know, get those, you know, those six inch to, to ten inch swim baits uh, that resemble, you know, rainbow trout, and just start flinging them and, and retrieving and see what happens. Because this time of year is usually the time where you know where the guys are getting the double digit stripers, you know, in our local lakes. So it, it's definitely a exciting, exciting time to catch some fish here uh, locally in the freshwater. All right, well, so I guess what we need to start doing here is we need to start getting our gear ready. Okay, what two uh, what two setups would you recommend people to have ready at all times? Uh, well, definitely, if you're going to be trout fishing, uh, the first setup I would go with uh, uh, with either the, the Fishing Syndicate Green Monster or the 8-footer, um, you know, the, the 1 to 4 uh, uh, ultralight 2-pound um, test, uh, you know, Isers. And then, you know, have a jig tied on, something that's your go-to. Mine is always the yellow-white uh, uh, hookup bait. And then, of course, you know, stock up on your bite-on. You definitely want to get your bite-on because I know everyone's ordering that stuff right now. And, you know, it's it's going to, you know, <laughs> it's going to be hard to find here, you know, shortly. And I know Tony's, uh, Tony's been having late nights, you know, filling orders and all that stuff. So I definitely stock up. So that's one setup for your jig setup. And then if you're going to, if you have a second rod stamp, uh, definitely get uh, something similar. Um, again, the eight footer from fishing, fishing syndicate is the perfect rod for it. Two pound test. Uh, get your quarter ounce sliders, uh, small swivels, size sixteen or eighteen treble hooks, and then uh, you know load up on your mouth or your mouse tails or uh, uh, or power bait. Okay. Okay. I love it. Okay, so in the second segment, because uh, I'm going to run out of time here, I'm going to have uh, Jonathan Oliver Skinner come in. So we'll talk all Lake Elsinore. We'll also talk about our victory trip. He came out with me on the victory. We had a really fun day. We had uh, Danny was with us there. So Jonathan, just hang on. Um, Earthworm, if you want to stay on, stay on. If you want to cut out, I understand because it, it, your signal, if you want to stay, I'd love to have you stay, okay? Uh, all right. All right. Hang on tight. All right, I'll folks. I'll try to stay on, but I'm sure it's going to cut off soon. You got it. All right, folks. You're on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA, listening to Angler Chronicles. We will be right back.
Radio. AM 830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 30. Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, listening to Angler Chronicles. And I got Ron and myself in studio. We've got Steve Carson out there somewhere. Is Utah, we've got the Earthworm. And let me uh, go ahead and introduce Mr. Jonathan Oliver Skinner from the city of Lake Elsinore, the director of community services. Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning, but uh, as... Coach Prime says, play my theme music, Sergio. You know what? I thought that you, okay, didn't like, you know, me, me doing that to you. But Are you kidding me? I love it. I well, think it's great. Well, I live in your head for free. Play it. Cowboys ain't easy to love and they're hard to hold. You see what I'm saying? You're hard to hold and you're hard to love. They'd rather give you a song than diamonds or gold. But the key is, Mamas. Long star belt buckles. What do you think? They did beat the Niners, didn't they? I think he likes it because they're winning. Well, but that's temporary. Look at the Raiders. Everything is temporary. Ask uh, our ex coach, Josh McDaniels. Don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. There you go, bud. There you go. You got your theme song. Of course we have your theme song. It's all good. Wait, I, heard, I, I heard you mention the Raiders. They still play? I, I heard, Dude, I let me tell you something. Left? Let me tell you something. And, 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 and you know, uh, Ron will attest to this. When they made the announcement two years ago that Josh McDaniels was going to be the coach, and then they were going to bring in Garoppolo, and they, they were going to get rid of Waller, okay, and everything that they did, and they got rid of Carr, 
I just said, what is going on? And, Ron, do you remember? I said, this is wrong. I go, we're going to get a quarterback that lives on the injured reserve list, okay? And he played one game, he'd be out of game. Play one game. We can't have that. We had a... I don't know. We are the Raiders. We're not the Patriots. Okay. And he was trying to turn us into the Patriots. That's not who we are. Okay. So believe me, nobody was happier than me when I heard the news. I feel bad for them for losing their jobs, although not so much because they have guaranteed contracts. And the Raiders between uh, Chucky uh, and and uh, Josh McDaniels, we've got $120 million that we have to pay out. Okay, but it is what it is. Okay, do you know that? Do you know those contracts are guaranteed, Ron? Not normally in the NFL. Oh, they, these these were guaranteed they, they contracts. They signed contracts that have a front-loaded uh, bonus. These are guaranteed wow, contracts. That's okay, good. 120 million were out. But anyway, um, so it was time for a change. The only, like I said, unlike the Cowboys, the Super Bowl will be played. Okay, in the um, in Las Vegas, we have the new, the newest. We have the newest one down, right, Ron? We have the newest uh, stadium, the best stadium. Yeah, I believe. So. I think SoFi. Yeah. Both of them open the same time. Yeah, we were so, we're the hey, Death Star. Sergio, why don't you use that that line you always use about AT and T Stadium with uh, uh, with your little stadium there? Which one? That they never want the home team to win, so they play it. You know what? You know what? It's it's been done. It's been said. Okay, but if you want me to say it again, I'll say it again. Uh, Our dear friend Paul sent me a press release a year or two ago that said that from now on, because we had back-to-back home teams at the Super Bowl, that the Super Bowls will all be played in Dallas after this year, after the Raiders. The Raiders Stadium. No, no, no. After this year. After I've this heard it season, would to the Raiders no, 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 no. It's after this season, yeah, because we had no, 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 no. Because we're still. I, I saw it on Reuters. We're it's still celebrating season. that Argentina's world champion for the next three and a half years. <laughs> oh, here okay, we go. Ryan, there you go. Good morning, good morning, Ryan. You know, <laughs> I was about um, ready to reach across and slap him, but <laughs> <laughs> it's three quarter day, and I must have heard Messi every other. <laughs> the reason you heard Messi, he he hey, won. Hey, did you hear about Messi? He won what's called the Ballon d'Or. Okay, it's in French. It's a French award that is given to the best player in the world. Okay, and the big the big thing that he did is uh, no player in the history has gotten more than four. Okay, this is his eighth award. And so that's a really big deal, especially at the age of, of 34. I'm sure that the World Cup had a lot to do with it. And now that he's the all-time leading scorer now, every time he scores a goal, he just keeps patting it. And he's at uh, Inter-Miami, also playing down in South America for the qualifying matches. Even though Argentina is going to go automatically to the next World Cup because the defending team and the home team do it. Um they still are qualifying down there, but it's all good. But anyway, uh, that's... I, I, I will never take any way thing away from You know what? Dallas and the Raiders, as much as I love my Raiders, uh, can't even come close to what Argentina did in the World Cup. So it, it's good. You go ahead and tell yourself you're world champion. You had, you had, a, you had a good decade there, and I, I did support you. I was still a Raider fan, but I did support you when you had Aikman and... And um, Emmett Smith, and we had Deion Sanders. That was Irving. That was an unbelievable team. I supported you there, like I supported the Niners when they had Montana, 
you know they had rice they have a word for that what's that bandwagon no i'm not a bandwagon no 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 no. i've always been a raider fan but you know what if my raiders are out of it you kind of root for somebody I'm, I'm not a hater like you guys okay i don't hate him i don't hate yeah, him. Yeah. i don't hate anybody i yeah. don't i love all, i don't I love hate anybody so the only teams that i hate are the ones that are in my division there's a certain thing so let me name them for you much. and let me let me go ahead and and, and get some people upset <laughs> the casey casey kansas city i don't like it <laughs> he almost said casey english almost said that yeah probably okay. because they beat the raiders so much denver Broncos, I don't like you. And Chargers, which is hard because they're here in L.A. But I'm telling you what, I'm a Raider fan, true and true, from the old days in Oakland. And, you know, I love it. Love them, love them. And when we don't good, good, I'm going to say this. R-N-4-L. The ones who are true fans understand what that means. Why are you frowning? You know what that means, Ron? No, because you're not a true Raider fan. I'm glad I'm not. Raider, and I'm not a Raider nation fan. for life. Okay. That's it. All right, we talked enough That's about... because they're in black, and that is it. Silver and black. That's what I like. All right, let's get Jonathan in here. Jonathan, we you know, um, the earthworm unfortunately had to uh, duck back underground over there in, uh, in Utah, see if he can catch that brown and, and do that uh, grand slam, as Steve says. Uh, give me a little bit of what's going on just for just the lake part. Well, let me tell you, I, um, I'm i very blessed to work for a city like Lake Elsinore. You know, we, we have, and you mentioned, and Ron mentioned, oh, how you doing, Ron? Miss you on the trip. Um, uh, thanks. We, we, we appreciate, uh, you know, we have a council who appreciates the lake and, and everything. You know, we have that lake management uh, uh, program that we started. And so they started um, doing some treatments and peroxide treatments. Don't hurt the fish, don't hurt people. So it, it helps to reduce the binding of the algae. And, and what people need to understand, algae is part of, uh, of, a, of a natural, healthy lake. It's just that there's different fluctuations of it. So they started the, uh, the algae treatment um, for that. We are going to be doing something called a, a nanobubbler, which basically injects actually oxygen into the water. Right now we have what are called aerators, which are like your... Um, your fish tank and it blows bubbles, but this one injects uh, oxygen into into the to the lake and um, into the different layers of the lake. Now, so far, what we've had um, is we loaded the barge. It's called the Poseidon, and actually, I'll post uh, some pictures that we have. It's a very large sectional uh, barge, and right now it's, it's anchored up. On one of the um, the docks over the, the launch docks over at at, um, at launch point, um, but one of the cool things about it is the fish now are starting to come o- over there and and uh, underneath the docks and and the fishing over there is is becoming even better over at launch point. Um, every morning, uh, might even be going today. Um, I'm actually going out uh, 5.30 or so and, and fishing with a buddy of mine, uh, Dave Bertold. We call ourselves the five to niners because that's basically when, they, when a good bite is on. Mm-hmm. And the wipers are getting some pretty good size. We're talking, you know, just the ones that are, that are stationed over there. They're at 16 and a half, probably about a pound, pound and a half getting to um, the catfish. And I've been posting some stuff on, on Angler Chronicles. 
they're ranging in size, and I, I, I caught one. I didn't even know it was on, on a hook, but I caught one that was about the size of my uh, pliers. So, you know, that shows that our lake is healthy because these cats are starting to reproduce in the lake itself. So oh, that's I'm cool. excited about that. Oh, Every that's morning, way cool. I, it's, I'm, I'm ecstatic. It's so cool. Um, the other thing that I love about going first thing in the morning, you know, the, I'm, I'm setting up my baits using my, my, uh, my light, and I'm watching the, the, the little breaks in the water. So um, our own William Tell, a.k.a. Robin Hood, a.k.a. Andrew Mack, um, needs to come over and, and, and uh, have, there, there's some fish out there that are looking for some arrows to eat. So I'm thinking about kind of put together a, a carp quest around the lake that uh, William Johnson and I used to have a couple of years ago because they're pretty prevalent and um, and those are biting as well. So, you know, the lake itself, the, the water level is great. It's at 1242. Uh, you know, usually we like our optimum uh, lake level to be at 1240, so we're two feet over that. And if you're taking a look at a 14 square mile, 3,000 acre lake, that is one heck of a lot of water. Uh, we have a lot of, of play that's happening out there. First thing in the morning, I'm seeing, because it's glass, I'm seeing a lot of, um, there's a lot of professional wakeboarders who come out because the water is just calm and beautiful and, and you know, people all around the lake are catching different kind of fish. I think I told you, Sergio, that um, uh, Catfish McGee might have to add another name to it because uh, he's been catching um, bass over um, on the levee side. Hmm. So we're it's 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 happening. He's, he's sent me a couple of pictures. We um, I need the world famous Sergio uh, to help him with some photos because he's uh, you know how Bob's pictures are. Yes, um, <laughs> he's catching the fish. Yeah, yeah. And that's why we'll we'll just keep him on on the other side of the camera. <laughs> but he's been he's been nailing it over there. People are coming out on their on their bass boats and everything, and and uh, trolling around the whole lake. So I'm I'm really excited about you know things that are happening on the lake itself. Um, I had a, a, a great conversation with Sergio um, once we got off the the boat, which uh, um was really excited about the victory trip. I'm, I can't wait to talk about it. But uh, we talked about already looking at the Jim Extreme Fishing Derby for next year. Mm -hmm. But you know, you know, before and, we do that, John, I'm going to hold you on because you can stay on. I know Steve Carson has to duck out here. He's got to do a seminar today. But, uh, Steve, um, you've, you've fished uh, Lake Elsinore before, right? Yeah, but not in a while. Okay. Um, from your estimation, okay, um, what, what, what would, if you had to go and you hadn't been there in a while, Hearing everything we've said over the last few years about Lake Elsinore, um, what would you target? Would you go after the bass? Would you go after the catfish? Would you go after the wipers? Um, what would I mean? What would Steve Carson like to go fish? What do you find more exciting? Well, it depends. If, if you got kids with you, absolutely go for the catfish. Um, it's simple. Uh, you can you can whether you're in a boat or whether you're on shore, you can cast out a rig. Um, you know, from shore, I would use a Carolina rig. In a boat, I'd probably just use a split shot with either a night crawler or, or a piece of mackerel, a small piece of mackerel. And that way the kids can run around and chase lizards or do all the other things that they're, that they're going to do. If you tell them to sit 
quietly in front of their rod and not and not go anywhere. Kids are going to hate fishing. Mm-hmm. You want them to have fun. Um, if it was just me, uh, I'd probably uh, go after the bass. I'd probably um, yeah use some sort of plastics, depending on uh, the time of year. Anything from from uh, my favorite probably bass lure is a weightless fluke. Um, but if, the, if it's winter and the fish are a little deeper, then I'm going to use a drop shot. And if and I guess we're just about there. I'm not sure we're quite there. Uh, the wipers are all, you know, in that legal size range, mm-hmm. and they start to do foamers. I'm chasing, the, I'm chasing the wipers on the foamers. All right. Hey, listen. Can you say one more and close up, or you got to go now? No, I got to go. All right. Well, Steve Carson, thank you for joining us today. Go have a great seminar, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, Steve. Bye. All right, everybody, stay stay with us. Jonathan, hang on. We're going to take our break. This is uh, Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. Angler Chronicles, we'll be right back. sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind-in-your-face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AM 30.
Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, listening to Angler Chronicles. And as we went to break, Ryan and I were uh, talking to Jonathan Oliver Skinner, the Director of Community Services at Lake Elsinore. So, Jonathan, take the mic. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, the, the, the fishing out there is, is pretty incredible. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say, else to say about it. I appreciate, you know, Steve throwing in that, uh, that, that plug. Uh, I, I love fishing for wipers because they're a really good active fish. I remember when I got there and, and William was telling me the stories about the wipers. And I think, because and I've been there for nine and a half years, it was my first um, Dream of Shoe fishing derby. And I think that's when the last one was caught, Sergio. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it, it took us a couple of years to get it, you know. Um, you know, also, uh, Councilman Bob McGee would, would tell me uh, uh, about the wipers and how much people really liked them. And so it took uh, William and I and, and, and Bob and, and Council. It was, at the time, it was uh, Grant Yates, who was our city manager, and uh, Jason Simpson, who is now our city manager. Mm-hmm. It took us uh, five, a couple of years to get with the uh, Department of Fish and Wildlife to get that, 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 uh, that fish reapproved. And actually, we're the only lake in California approved to stock the wipers because they have to be sterile. They have to come from, you know, we, and the only place to get them are out of state. Mm-hmm. So we have them truck from, you know, Mississippi and, and, and places uh, you know, down south and stuff like that. And so we're pretty excited to have them. The fact that they're, they're you know, they're growing is, is really great. The other thing about the morning morning fish is you can see bait fish jumping all around the lake. Oh, nice! Um, you know, so it's 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 pretty exciting. You know, well, what's uh, exciting to me, you know, and I know you know all the little details, but uh, over the years to see the lake at the level it's at right now, okay, at the level it was when we did the Dream Extreme, uh, to see so much more uh, structure now that's underwater. Okay, we've always talked about uh, Lake Elsinore. The secret is two things, structure and bite on. You have those two things, you're going to catch fish. So the catfish has been simply incredible. Uh, we were catching catfish on cue. We were filming. And, you know, when you film, you like you, you hope you get one, right? So, you know, uh, Tony made a cast, got one right on film. I made a cast, got one. William made a cast, got one. These were not monsters, but you know what? It was easy fishing. For the, especially for the catfish. We, we drove by several of the boats. Everybody was pulling up, you know, complete stringers of catfish and good quality stuff. We also had some bass, okay? We had some, we did have a wiper or two there. Obviously, there was some carp. Um, it, it's a wonderful lake. And besides the fishing, though, I mean, I got a chance to get on a jet ski, I think, for the first time ever, okay, or watercraft, as they call it, and, and it was the funnest thing in the world. Ron loves to race boats, okay, so he's he wants to go 151 miles an hour, and then you'd be legal, you know, but, I, <laughs> but the thing is, I, I mean, all the things that you can do. All the things you can do. And you're telling me now you got some bait jump, and that means it's a healthy lake. And um, you're going to do some, you're putting, the, you mentioned uh, an aerator, kind of oxygen. You want to explain that again? Yeah, it's called a nanobubbler. And so it's, uh, it's a technology that basically it's a very large uh, machine. It's 
probably the size of a seed container. And really don't know about the inner workings of it, but basically what it does is it takes oxygen, actual oxygen bubbles, really small ones, as, you know, nano, and they're injected into the water table. What that does is, you know, fish breathe. I Mm -hmm. learned this. It's really cool. Um, but what has happened is when the uh, OD or the uh, or the this DO, the dissolved oxygen level, gets really low, that's when you start having fish kills because there's not enough oxygen for all these fish right. mm-hmm. in the water. And so what they did about 20, 25 years ago or so, they put in aerators. And basically aerators are just like in your fish tank. It blows bubbles. It doesn't mm-hmm. really inject air but it blows bubbles. And so there's like octopus tentacles all around the lake by these aerators and it, it blows the bubbles. Well, it, 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 in the, in their heyday, they, they helped a lot, but you know, 20 years, 25 years, it kind of, you know, kind of outlived their, their, uh, their, uh, their usefulness. We still use them and it still helps a little bit, but, but not enough. So what this nano bubbler will do, and it's part of a, a pilot program that we have several of them, uh, pilot programs is it will take those nano bubbles, put them in the water table, and start increasing the oxygen, which will help the, the fish as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the peroxide uh, treatments that we talked about, it'll help bind some of the the algae and 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 help with the clarification of the lake. Now, uh, all these and and the additional ones too are not silver bullets. You know, there's nothing that any lake that we've seen. It has a silver bullet that you're going to hit it once and be done. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be doing several things over the next, basically the next 20 years to help the lake go along. We have uh, a new staff person. He is uh, in the city manager's office. His name is Adam G. Mm-hmm. I can never say his last name, so I call him Adam G. So he's kind of the, the head of our, um, of our lake management team along with Ben Foster out of my department, Rick uh, DeSantiago out of uh, Public Works, and, of course, Jason Simpson, who is our city manager. And so we meet on a weekly basis to talk about these different kind of opportunities for us to uh, get different kind of treatments in the lake. And, again, city council. Um, Adam, a couple of months ago, made a presentation showing them all these different kind of things we're doing. They wholeheartedly supported uh, going forward with this lake management plan. In fact, if they go to our website, I'm sorry, our well, our website, but our Facebook page, which is a city, uh, Lake Elsinore City Hall, you can see a, a uh, video that uh, Mayor Johnson, uh, uh, Mayor Pro Tem, Steve Manos, and Bob McGee did explaining the different kind of uh, uh, projects that we're doing on the lake, and it's it's really exciting to see where we're going. And and to me, it, it, seeing these fish knowing things are coming and jumping every morning is pretty exciting. Well, you know what's really exciting, at least for from my end, is that not only have you guys been doing things, but now you got a twenty year plan to improve the lake, and um, you don't see it. I mean, a lot of these places are just water holes. You know, they they just a place to hold water for some other reason, and then they happen to put some fish in there. This is the only natural lake in Southern California, and I think in most of California, the only 
natural lake. When it becomes natural, I mean, there, there's there's not, you know, a reservoir of this. This is nature at its best. And with nature comes all these other issues. But what I love is you guys have a 20-year plan to make sure it gets better. And we have seen it. You know, and I'll tell you this, and, and you know, I'm not trying to rain here, but, you know, politicians are politicians, okay? And they talk, but when they talk, they don't say anything, okay? And, but they never see any action. Well, the opposite happens at, at Lake Elsinore. Usually I'm finding out about something that you guys have done after the fact, okay? And then you talk about it. So uh, over the years, I have seen the steady improvement, and, and, and not just little by little, in leaps and bounds. I mean, I remember when you put the original launch ramp, okay, before it was launch point. It was just, we looked at it, and I go, wow, it, it, it's amazing, but I go, wow. They're serious. Next thing you know, you did all the aerators. I remember when the aerators were put in. Um, I remember, uh, gosh, uh, not stocking so much at, at first, but just adding certain things to improve the lake itself. Then you did launch point. Now, then you did the whiskers. Um, what's it called? Whiskers. It's um, the little uh, park over there where you can go fish. Oh, uh, uh, Rosetta. We did uh, Rosetta Canyon Park. Sports yeah. Park, which is one of the top five uh, locations for collegiate play. No, no, but I'm talking about fishing-wise. Fish, what you guys have done for the fishery, okay? I mean, the city goes without mention. I mean, the, the city of Lake Elsinore. Dude, you stole uh, Tony. Tony lives in the city now and is extremely in, involved in everything you guys do over there. So, he is now a planning commissioner. The guy, we gotta, you gotta call him the commission because now he's a, a planning commissioner. Well, I'm not That's letting him plan anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, know, I, it's something. It's something that, that you and Ron had, had, you know, when we first started meeting and, and we started talking about the different things. And council says it too. Is you know, it it didn't take us overnight to get where we're at as far as the algae and everything like that. So it's not going to happen we're not going to be able to fix it overnight it's going to take some time oh absolutely and, and, and you know what but here's the thing you got it under control when it comes up you attack it you get under control and what i'm, I'm trying to specify uh, make sure that people understand you've got a 20-year plan okay at least so you've got stuff that you will be doing to make sure that this is just an awesome lake and a great lake and one that will last for for many years you know and, and that that's cool that is cool Okay. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, about politicians is we have supervisors in in the area. You know, Supervisor Spiegel and, and and several other ones that believe in what we're talking about. We have people in in, in Congress that have, uh, you know, uh, you know, and, and state representatives who have actually given us. Um, actually, we've had to earn it, and and it's, and as Jason says, tell our story. We've been able to get millions of dollars to go towards these different programs because they, I think statewide, they, they realize the importance of having a natural lake that, that meets the, the, uh, the expectation and the, the vision and the dream, dream extreme, of having a lake that is be able to boat on and fish on and, and, and do so many other things on. So it's, it's great to have you know, the leadership of, of our council and, and the city manager and, you know, our our water team, you know, including Rick 
Steve Santiago from, uh, from Public Works. And everything that they do to, you know, secure the buoys and, and, and make sure that we have the right levels. You know, one of the great things is having to um, not adjust the lake buoys so much because there's so much water. People take, you know, a lot of people take that kind of stuff for granted. Right. The fact that we're at 1242 and we've, you know, we've only went down, you know, a foot or so since, since we got the rain you know, last year, uh, not the beginning of the year. So that, that is absolutely great. The, the, the lake being the way it is, we're actually able to have a water park over at Launch Point this, this last summer that they're already looking at coming back next year. So a lot of positive things that are happening over at, at Lake Elsinore on the lake specifically. Uh, you know, this is an angler show. If you're, if you're not fishing out there at least once or twice, stopping by the general store and we got uh, mac bites that are over there and, and worms and, and the whole nine um, I'm out there a lot so I, I can I don't have a lot of knowledge that I can tell you, you know but right? the thing about Lake Elson is it's underrated okay uh, people don't realize it how good it is and um, it's a large body of water again um, the places that you're going to fish are not the places that you're going to be bothered by all these fast boats. So it, it's kind of cool. You can do multiple things at the same time. Um, there, it's a very good bass fishery. You don't hear much about it because the guys that are true bass uh, fishermen don't talk about it. They don't want you to know. Okay, But I've caught some big bass there. I think my biggest is six pounds. Okay, So Really good largemouth bass fishing, and now you've added wipers, and you know, and you stock bass. I don't know, don't know of many lakes that actually stock bass. Okay, so it's a great uh, environment whether you're a beginner, a child, or you're a seasoned vet at fishing. It really, uh, Lake Elsinore presents a great body of water to uh, have a great time. Okay, and if not. Ron, you can always uh, get on your speedboat and go fast, right? Well, yeah, they st- they have that zone there that you can hit up to 150 miles an hour, and they've always had that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, let me tell you something. I got a message here from Paul. He said that you had a dream last night that you were a vinyl record, and you woke up feeling groovy. Get it? The grooves in the vinyl record. That's, uh, that, that's from Paul. Yeah. Excellent. All right, Thanks, Jonathan, Paul. hang on tight. Uh, we're going to take a, another short little break here. This is Angels Radio, AM 830KLAA, Angler Chronicles. Jonathan, get ready to talk about victory, bro. We'll be right back. AME 30. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. 
The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLA, and this is Angry Chronicles, and... Um, I got Ron with me here in studio, and we got Jonathan Oliver Skinner, the director of uh, direct, director of community services of the city, the beautiful city of Dream Extreme Lake Elsinore. Uh, a lot of activities going on. In fact, uh, let me ask you this, Jonathan. Um, Ron asked me this morning when he came in. He goes, "Hey, uh, when is the parade? Are we going to be in the parade this year?" And I go, I don't know if we'll be in the parade this year, but we'll ask Jonathan. We just put you on the spot. If you have a date so that we can set it aside, and if not, we'll just come down and enjoy the day. Wait, a couple things. You guys didn't think you're going to be in the parade? You have to be in the parade? Hello? We love the parade. I knew we were in the parade. I didn't say, are we in it? I mean, I... Ron practices his wave in front of the mirror all year long. The only thing that I'm disappointed, the only thing I'm disappointed is that I can't throw candy to the crowd. I would love to throw candy, but I totally understand yeah, well, what you mean. You know, we've, we've said that for a long time. Um, our council, um, especially back uh, back in the day, I would say, okay, we can't throw candy because it come up. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, and the next thing I see... Candy flying out. So, oh no, we never uh, did it. We never did it. Uh-uh. I greatly appreciate that. Just, just for the safety's sake, and, and the fact that we have, as you know, <laughs> I mentioned before, uh, ten thousand of our closest friends that are down watching this. You know, um, um, Devani Wartha. He's our special events manager. He came a couple years ago, and I think I mentioned him uh, several times. But he used to be on uh, Estrella TV, so he has a. Uh, you know, in Univision, so he has a, a following of, of people that come. But he's also a really great tactician as far as adding what we call cinnamon to our events. So the the uh, the parade is going to be December second. It's, it's always the first Saturday in uh, December. Um, the parade is going to start around. Five-ish, I believe five-ish, five fifteen, maybe five thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, meet you guys down earlier because it is going to be a little bit of a, uh, of a zoo. Uh, we've increased the number of participants in the parade that we had that we have, and it's around fifty plus. 
different uh, bands, local local high school and middle school bands, elementary uh, school uh, marching teams. We also have a community that comes out. We have celebrities. I don't know. I hear they're coming from Angler Chronicles um, that are there. Our council is out there. And actually, last year, what we did is we started broadcasting it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We had people that used to live in Elsinore that are, uh, I think the one I saw that was in Tennessee, and they were posting while we were doing a live broadcast. They said, it is so great to see my hometown on on Facebook, all the way from Tennessee. So it was really exciting. Um, the event is is amazing. It leads down to Gediman Square, which is across from our cultural center, where we have all of our rides. We bring in snow, so kids who have never seen snow before can can go ahead and sled down a ski hill. Um, we work with Studio 395 and the and the Downtown Merchants Association and local community groups, the school district, we have a great um, uh, partnership with the Lake Elsinore Unified School District, and they are bringing uh, tons of uh, kids to participate in the parade itself. So it's a, it's a great event. It starts really around 4-ish, 4.30. People start showing up actually earlier than that. The parade starts at, at 5.30, right at dusk, because now... We used to have a day parade, and I think you guys participated in that as well, but then when we moved to the evening, everything is decorated, everything is lit. This uh, one, the theme, I believe, is uh, movie magic, so people are decorating their their, uh, floats and everything in movie themes. I've heard people are going to be doing... uh, you know, the Griswold vacation and, and, and all these different things. So we're looking forward to this, this great event we have every year. Well, yeah, we, we, we are too. And, you know, uh, usually Rhonda likes to jump in on that one. And uh, we get Tony out there. Let's see if we can get Andrew Mack to come out. And uh, maybe even Steve Carson, if we can convince Steve Carson to come out and put the whole crew on. Um, that'll be a lot of fun. I'm hoping to fly a flag this year. Okay, so we've got one now, and Ron's going to get us some banners as well. Okay, that we can get uh, put them on the side so that people know who we are. We we don't want to go unnoticed, so you know we want to make sure. And there's nothing we can throw out of the out of, out of the uh, float. We'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, can you give me permission to throw the the earthworm out? I can. That's what I was going to say. I can throw it, Sergio or. Yeah, Andrew, it, or, and, yeah, Andrew, you got to think of the totem pole. So he's on the bottom of the totem pole. <laughs> right. So even Tony could throw him out. Okay, that would be okay. But no, well, yeah, we, dig Andrew up first in order to throw him out. He's still what, at least eight feet under. <laughs> he's seven now. He's he's in trouble. But anyway, no, I mean a, a lot of wonderful things uh, are happening in the city of Lake Elsinore. We have been talking about Lake Elsinore all what we're going on ten years, all ten years, and before that we were there and. Um, we're really looking forward to putting together something big here for the Dream Extreme um, Derby. That uh, it, folks, uh, I've been asked already when. I would say somewhere between mid-April to mid-May. It'll be somewhere in there, um, and and we'll we'll let everybody know. I think we're going to start meeting probably next week or the week after that. Uh, well, the week after that Thanksgiving, but the week after that one, I'll come out to Lake Elsinore. We'll sit down with um, with William, and uh, we'll work with the casino, and we'll make sure that we get a date. And once we have a date, 
You guys better start signing up because last year we had a lot of teams. We had a lot of fish. Um, and I've heard people want to come back uh, by a mile. I mean, they would really want to go uh, fish this tournament. It's a lot of fun. So we're going to try to arrange it so it doesn't come up with any other, you know, big event on those weekends. And we'll make it happen because my Mother's Day is one of them that we've got to be careful with in May. Okay, but other than that, we'll make it happen. Also, the opener, right, Ron? Opener is always at the end of uh, April, so we'll we'll make something happen there and make make it good. All right, Jonathan, that's the city of Lake Elsinore, our favorite city. Okay, the perfect place for a staycation, or do you want to just get away? That's our other home away from home. Well, well, we I've got you here. Um, let's talk about what we did on Thursday. So I'll, I'll talk about it after you. I want you to describe your day. you got about two minutes really quick, and then when we come back, we'll talk to the sheriff, and I'll keep you on because I want to talk a lot about the victory. But like in a minute and a half, just give me a synopsis of what Thursday was to you. Fun, fun, fun. Oh, I love that. <laughs> no, it was, it was great. It was great to see some, some, uh, some friends like Jack and, and The Hook and meet some new people. Um, Angler Chronicles was all over it. Uh, there was a lot of little, a lot of little people with with, uh, with not Sergio, but uh, with Angler Chronicles shirts on. It was uh, mm-hmm. it was great. The the crew's really good, but um, yeah, I definitely want to talk about it because it was uh, it was an amazing trip. Palm seas, good bites, good fish. Jack got the biggest. Um, what was that? He got a. a Lincoln? Oh, yeah, the Lincoln was very good. I would estimate that Lincoln right around 20, about 20 pounds, 15 to 20 pounds is a very, very good Lincoln. Uh, Jack Sepulveda caught that one's really good. We had Team 57 representation by Danny. Um, and yeah, and of, you know, Ron, one of Ron's friends, supporters, Mr. Cho, was wearing his Angler Chronicles shirt. Absolutely. He's still fishing at 86 years old. Okay. He actually took the title away from John Santangelo. Okay. Because he is a tangler. But uh, we just love Cho. He's the nicest man you'll, you'll meet. Pretty good fisherman, too. All right. We're going to finish the first hour. Let me leave you with this, folks. And just keep this in mind. The richest person in the world, at least that I've discovered, isn't the person with the most, but the one who needs least. Just remember that thought as we go to break. Come back. We'll talk to the sheriff. This is Angels Radio, AM830, KLA, Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA30KLAA, and this is Angel Chronicles. And okay, this music, you know what's going on. The man. What he does now is, since Argentina's world champion for the next three and a half years, he doesn't come out here at Angel Stadium anymore. He just sits out at all the soccer, all the soccer uh, fields. And he goes, I'm going to kick the ball like Messi. I keep trying to tell him you're American, you can't be Messi, but he's trying. So without further ado, the guy that can kick a jig all the way through the net, the sheriff himself, Mr. Danny Jackson. You know, Sergio, first of all, good morning. Uh, and to Ron Hobbs, good morning to you guys. 
Um, I actually went to only one in my whole life. I, I hate to say this in front of you, Sergio, but my whole life I've only been to one uh, professional or big-time um, soccer game. That was uh, the Galaxy, and this was a few years ago. But I got really good seats right down next to the to the field. And I, I have to tell you, I was really impressed with these athletes. I mean, these guys who go so fast, stop and turn on a dime, uh, they were a lot more athletic than any baseball players. You didn't see anybody standing around chewing sunflower seeds. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> There's no time for that. I mean, these, these, no, these guys are in shape. They really, they really impressed me. They really, they really did. Anyway, let's get, let's get down to business here. First of all, I promised yesterday Richie Ashley with Long Beach Bay Company that I would let people know, he wanted to let people know that Nacho's Barge East end of Long Beach Federal Breakwater has live squid. And I'll and be there tomorrow the morning. <laughs> and I will be there yeah, tomorrow see, morning. Yeah, I see you've got the AC2 reserve tomorrow, so that's cool. Well, it's, it's great weather. I was out yesterday. We caught a lot of fish, not a lot of keepers. We were trying to get, we went down to the pipe, tried to, to get a limit. There was three of us, uh, sheephead. And we got, we'll call it a half a limit of, but we caught a lot of them, though. But uh, at the pipe, good fishing. You went all the way to Newport. At the pipe, uh huh. We, we we went a little bit beyond that, yeah. So Newport anyway, Reef. Yeah, just such <laughs> it's such beautiful weather, you know. So, well, you know, let me tell you something. You know, I've got Jonathan also on 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 the line here. Jonathan, say hello to yeah. Danny. Okay. Hello, Danny. And, Hi, Jonathan. Nice to hear from you. And one of the things well. that we noticed on the victory was coming home in flat, calm seas at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Because we got in a little later than normal on our charter. And um, it was calm. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Jonathan, it probably was some of the best weather we've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. It was, it was glass out there. It was the only, only waves that we hit were the boats that were going by us and their, <laughs> their, their so it was just so nice yeah yeah absolutely well, you know sergio it was um, you know me i'm normally in by noon one o'clock we actually fished till three o'clock yesterday <laughs> i mean that there was there wasn't even a hardly a ripple not certainly not a white i didn't see a white cap all day long it was just it was beautiful weather anyway we had a good time but speaking of Freedom Boat Club, and yesterday I was on uh, one of their 22-foot uh, Defiance uh, pilot house boats. I love fishing on those boats. I was on one they, they named the Point Defiance. Of course, there's the AC-3 as well. Uh, that's just in Huntington Harbor, and they've got them in, uh, of course, San Pedro, and the local franchise is Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, and, of course, Marina Del Rey. Let's talk about my uh, Freedom Boat Club. Um, just a local franchise with Andrew there. You, you've got you're covered from uh, well east of Newport all the way to Point Doom, including all of Santa Monica Bay. So it, it's it's pretty pretty cool. And with your reciprocals, you can fish in San Diego. You can fish all up and down the the West Coast. You can even fish in Tampa Bay, Florida, if you wanted to. Just just with a phone Did call. you mention anyway, Tampa Bay because Ron's a Buccaneer fan? Because uh, <laughs> if you would have about me, you should have said Miami, which all my homies are in Miami. A lot of Argentines and Cubans are uh, Puerto Ricans were all over there in Miami. Okay. 
Well, Freedom Boat Club has uh, locations in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, all the way up and down the coast. And, uh, and you know, if you're a member here at the local franchise, you can fish in any, any of those places. No extra charge. Just make a reservation and go if you happen to be there. It includes a lot of the big lakes, Lake Havasu. Uh, they've got a franchise in the Erie Lake for fishing the brown bass, which are there's almost, crazy. In there's almost 2,500 boats available, available. So if you're a bachelor and you're trying to impress a girl, you can say, you know what? I've got 2,500 boats at my disposal, and you would not yeah, be lying. there you go. All right, so, folks, that's Freedom Boat know. Club, and uh, we've got a special show this weekend. A very special show because it covers its Freedom Boat Club, their exciting episode, and we give you the number and everything for the, to call because the entire month, Sergio, of November is called Black November Sale. From here till the 1st of December, from now... The 1st of December, 50% off. Guys, you can save thousands of dollars right now through the whole month of November, so do that. And the phone number is, if you go to to uh, anglerchronicles.com right now, you'll you'll see the phone number for them right now. And, of course, it will be on the episode tomorrow. So um, it's such a great sale. I hate to see someone not take advantage of it. Of course, we're fishermen on Anger Chronicles radio and television. We, that's what we do. We fish. But you know what? Those people, Sergio, lots of them at, at Freedom Boat Club that fish very little, and they, they like the bow runners and uh, bow riders. And uh, uh, the boats like that, and just cruising boats, the duffies, of course. So uh, it's, it's, it's a lot more than just fishing. I mean, the well, yeah, and, 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 the main thing. and that's the whole thing, you know. Um, I mean, before Rhonda became a, a fisher person, okay, uh, we thought about just taking her out, and I have. I, I always took the center console. I feel very comfortable on my boat. Uh, but we'd take the, con- the center console just for a ride. You know, we just go in, go see the Queen Mary. You can stay in the sure. harbor, which is nice. You can go see either the Iowa, which, you know, Ron, we should go there one day. And then they've got another one um, further back. What is the name? I can't think of the name of the other one. But anyway, you can go in the harbor and just enjoy it. I know you and Kathy go all the time over there near Pierpoint, mm-hmm. and you stop yeah. by, get yeah. some churros, get something to eat. You can dock the boat. So it's a lot more than just fishing, although, you know, what I do is fishing. I mean, tomorrow morning I'll be heading out of there, go doing the little slalom uh, around the, the, the lobster buoys that they put right there and then just head over to Nacho's, get my squid in one tank, get some sardines in the other tank, and then we're going to head out. And William really is into the slow-pitch jig, but I told him, brother, if we've got live squid, which we had on the victory, and that made all the difference in the world, okay? And once we ran out of the live squid, boy, oh, boy, the fishing came way down, okay? So, um, yeah, yeah, so it's just good stuff, you know, and uh, it's nice to have one in your backyard, and actually, any backyard, because there are locations all over the United States. And on my understanding, there's a few locations outside the country. I'm not sure which ones they are. I'm trying to get Andrew Hart to come into the show, um, and he can tell us where those are. Because, I mean, I think you can go somewhere and then be able to do a, a reservation, say, in the Mediterranean. So that would be amazing. Well, I, I know they actually have one in Vancouver, British Columbia, when you can fish the king salmon up there. But 
they're all over the place, all over the world, and certainly got the west coast of the U.S., all the Gulf states, Florida, all up and down the east coast. So it, it's all covered. But anyway, that that program, that Angler Chronicles television program, will air tomorrow morning at 8.30 on Valley Sports West. Again tomorrow at 10 a.m., Monday at 10, Tuesday at 10, and again next Sunday for the fifth time at 8 a.m., Sergio. So, listen, I know you got a lot of things to talk about. I, I just wanted to tell the, our listeners about Freedom Boat Club and their November sale. And listen, I'll see you guys at breakfast at mm-hmm. Miles Square Golf Course at 7.30 this morning. So yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, if anybody listening to us and you're within uh, range, please come and join us. Uh, we meet about 7.30-ish because, you know, it takes us about a half hour to get out of here and get to the um, Miles Square Park Golf Course uh, right there, they have like a, a restaurant. We meet there for breakfast this morning. Yeah, ten to fifteen of us get together, talk uh, whatever, mostly fishing. <laughs> All right, so Danny, yeah, I'll see sure. you at breakfast. Okay, okay, okay. Sounds you good. Guys have a great weekend, everybody. Have Thank a good you. One tomorrow, Sergio. Thank you, Danny. All right, Jonathan. Okay, as you right. see, we had live squid, and looks I'll have live squid tomorrow too. So that'll be good. Yeah, that live squid was was really a, a big hit on uh, on the victory on on Thursday. Um, you know, you're asking me about the trip, and I don't know if you want me to go into that now, but uh, that 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 really did make a, a big difference. Um, but you know, I, I I wasn't I I didn't know about the trip until like last Saturday when Ron was talking about says, "Hey, we have a few spots that are left." So I immediately called and able to, to, to get on and then like a kid in a candy store I couldn't sleep for a couple of days <laughs> <laughs> the trip was coming up I was checking my rig I was texting Ron and, and Sergio thank you Ron for returning my text Sergio never I, you know I never got you sorry <laughs> I mean, when I saw you come down, I go, Jonathan, well, I wish you would have told me. So uh, it was good. No, but I'll tell you what. It, um, people take it for granted because everybody's been talking tuna, 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 tuna. Yes, we got tuna all the way around. There's some very good tuna fishing going on. But, you know, sometimes just getting back on the local scene. And I loved it because um, Thursday we went out. We went out to the 14-mile bank. Uh, we fished um, 350 to 600 feet, um, so it was good. It was especially good for me. I did all my thumb push-ups, Ron, and was able to push the button on the electric reel. Okay, so thumb push-ups have worked uh, while everybody, most everybody stressed. The one thing I did notice, I don't know if you noticed, Jonathan, there's a lot of electric reels now. Yeah, I was gonna say that's one thing you heard. I heard a lot. Yeah. So anyway, hang on tight. I got a, I got a commercial break. We'll come back. We'll talk about that, and we'll get into some of the other fishing that's going on. Folks, you're in Angels Radio AM eight thirty K L A. This is Angler Chronicles, and we will be right back. Took my first breath where the muddy rises spills into the Gulf of Mexico, and the skyline's colored by chemical plants to put bread on the table of the working man where the working man does his best to provide safety and shelter for kids and a wife giving a little of a soul every day 
Making overtime to keep the wolves away. Angels Radio. AM830. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-845-2930. That's 657-845-2930. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AME 30. I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is the Chronicles, and I'm here with, uh, my name is Sergio. I'm with Ron and also Jonathan Oliver Skinner from the city of Lake Elsinore. We're talking about the victory. And I'll tell you, Jonathan, I could not let go, not mention, okay, Yaretsi. Okay, this little 13-year-old girl was out there with her dad, Chris, and uh, one of his friends and his son, who's also 13, and Yaretsi's there, and, and she just keeps looking at my electric reel, and she keeps winding up and you know, winding up the way. So I had a nice bite on. I uh, oh, did I just say bite on? Check that out. So I had a bite, set the hook, get a couple of cranks up there, and just as I turned on the 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 reel, I said, "Come here, Yaretsi," and she holds it, and she's just loving it. Because and I told her just hold it. All you gotta do is hold it. I go. I'll, you, I'll even use the rail to just set the rod down there and let the rod do all the work. Well, she gets out this fish, and it was a bigger one. It was one of the bigger ones on the boat, and um, shows it to her dad. So I said, you know what? You now caught a bigger fish than your dad. So dad, you know what that means? He goes, what? You over ice cream and take her to the movies. She loved it. I said, well, you know what? Two movies then and ice cream. And by the time the trip was over, Ron, we negotiated all the terms up on top there, the victory on the way home. She not only got ice cream, two movie tickets, but also, well, two, uh, three things. And the fourth thing she got was a milkshake at, um, what do you call it? um, ah, Jack in the Box on the way home. Okay, because the milkshakes at Jack in the Box are the best. So, Yaretsi, well done, girl. 
Okay, and she showed just about everybody. The, I think the only fish that was bigger was the lingcod. I think if not, I think the Red Sea would have taken it. So where to go? She they're from Bell. So by the way, we do need to send them some T-shirts, Ron. <laughs> All right, so I, I have an address here. I have everything, so we'll get you to send them out. So uh, the victory was a great trip. It was um, limits of rockfish easy. Okay, in fact, if you didn't get if you didn't get ten fish to put in your bag. Time to learn how to play ping pong or pickleball, okay, because you, this was too easy. It's a little bit deep, okay, remember, regulations right now, you have to fish over 300 feet, cannot be under. So, um, yeah, but it, it was just simply awesome to see her and everybody just hook up, you know, left and right. And like we said as we were going to break, a lot of electric reels, right, Jonathan? Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, you know, you have Sergio's, which is very compact, and it's got the battery on the side. <laughs> and there was one guy, it looked like he had a car battery. Well, well, hold on, hold on. When, when, when Dan, see, Danny bought the reel, okay? He, he bought the reel and had a, a battery just like the one you saw that guy had. Okay, and he would take it on the center console. The center console is not that bad, okay? But I just kept looking at it. I go, that thing's going to get wet. That's just not right. So I actually did some investigating. There's a make, they make specialized batteries for those reels. So I said, Danny, you go ahead and you got the reel. I'll go ahead and get the battery. So I got two of the smaller ones that are four hours each and one longer one that I haven't needed to use yet. That's eight hours, okay? And it's just been... Um, a, a bit of a lifesaver, to be honest with you. I mean, it's a rockfish, uh, 600 feet. You know, the electro reel makes a sense. You know, makes sense. And we use a Daiwa Tenacon 500, and Ron, we want to get that 300. I don't know if the 300, which is a little smaller, more compact. I don't know that they're available in the U.S. I think you got to get them out of Japan or somewhere. But um, those are really nice because they're they're smaller. Nice. And if you're not going to go a thousand feet or two thousand feet, you're good. Way with the 300, smaller, more compact, it's good. But I just, you know, I'm, you know, and I, about the electric reel, a few of you have said, oh, that's cheating, I can't believe, you know what, you know, um, I'll only accept you saying that to me if you are still fishing with a 1970 fishing rod and a Pen 500 and you're using mono. If you can tell me that you still use that, okay, I'll let you say something. But if you're using Spectra or braided lines, if you're using a smaller reel, if you're using any graphite rods, don't talk to me because you adopted the new technology. Well, guess what I just did? I adopted the new technology, okay? And, Ron, we, I didn't have a, we didn't have a chance to see it, but on the last two-and-a-half-day trip we did on the El Dorado, we had a gentleman that came out, yeah. and he had, I don't know, about four or five reels and these were not like our Tenacon 500 these were huge reels with a huge capacity you know ideally i think they're made for swordfish but he was attempting to catch tuna. a tuna yeah. and um unfortunately he got seasick we didn't see him until <laughs> i felt bad because it was two and a half day we didn't see him until the last half day um so pretty much coming in but i would have loved to have seen that in in, in play with these tuna okay these tuna would have been easy to do because these tuna run were like you know 40 50 pounds so they'll be fun so um yeah but they've come a long way and there is no shame in in in, in using technology well i'm interested to know how fast you can get it to come up because as fast it, as you want 
Really? So so it'd be great for night fishing. Well, well, I'll tell you what. This ARP, the the particular uh, reel that we're talking about, has a setting where I can make it yo-yo. So you know when you yeah. yo-yo, I mean it, yo-yoing it can get you, you know, it, it can it can hurt you, okay? Because you just go up and down, up and down, up and down. You can set it to drop. Okay, you just drop it to the right uh, right depth. You mark your line, and then you turn it up, and it's actually telling you how far up you are. So if you want to go 100 feet, you just look. The it's got a display that tells right. you where you are. So the nice thing is you don't even need to mark your line. I know because it tells you how deep you are. So there's a lot of benefits in that. The biggest benefit is I don't have to crank from 600 feet up. Yeah. I, right, Jonathan. Yeah, well, Sergio, I was, you mentioned that uh, about being able to market and being able to do the yo-yo. I was talking to a gentleman that, that had one, and he was explaining that to me. He said, yeah, I can actually do, like, the slow-pitch jig. And I'm like, how, how can you do that? He said, well, you can, there's actually settings on it where you can make it go up and down and, and, and everything. And it well, was, you know, I'm just curious, uh, you know, the speed, because, you know, you really have to, you know, I've got this string going of the last three trips i've night fish and caught a fish one or two or three every trip and i'm just curious on how fast it winds up that's the key. well it's very fast it's a, it's uh it's regular i can go extremely slow extremely right. fast uh much faster than you can turn your handle really and that's i can cool. do it obviously for a prolonged period of time yeah. just, you just press the button and then you can regulate the speed okay in fact on the one of the problems i saw and i was talking to another gentleman that had one that was new to him it was his fish keep coming off and i go you're going too fast right okay uh, folks remember when you bring a fish from the, such deep waters um they'll open their mouth Okay, and their air bladder starts coming out. So with that open mouth, it starts to turn, and it starts to do circles as you bring it up. If especially if you go fast, just slow it down. All you need is slow and steady. Back in the day, we used to fish it with two to one and three to one ratio. Three to one would have been fast. Okay, two to one uh, ratios on on um, on these reels. So you don't need speed. What you need is pressure as long as your rod tip is bent and you got pressure you're good okay and that's the nice thing about ron with the um electric reel i can adjust it too so sometimes you know that the fish wants to start swim up especially with lincoln they just increase the speed to create that bend again so you don't have to keep lifting your rod so it has to be um there has to be some talent and finesse with it too because a couple of times while we're out there um, some of the guys who just got it were coming up way too fast and they were getting tangles, big, big tangles. And it wasn't, you know, it was a limited load too. So, you know, it, it does take some some finesse in, in, uh, uh, to use a, an electric wheel, as I've seen. Yeah, uh, you, you definitely need to practice with it. It, it really is perfect for this deeper water um the problem that i did was in uh, five drops five you know two fish each i had my 10 really quick um so um it was good it was good i actually run removed one hook and just went down to one hook at a time okay and that's the beauty about because most people say i don't want to go Rock fish, you say it all the time. You want to go rock fishing, 600, fish, uh, 600 feet, and catch a fish that's seven, eight inches long. I get you. 
That's a lot of cranking for that. But guess what? I don't care because I press right. a button. No, I understand that. And, I, you know, I, I once again, I like rock fishing if provided it's a bigger quality. Just Okay. So, you know what? As we're talking about and I was going to mention it, her because she sends me this. She goes, hey, amigo, please remind everyone that electric reels are not permitted in Mexico. Only for people that are handicapped and with a special permit. So you have to get a special permit. The reason, and who am I talking about? Orchid Martinez from Baja Fishing yes. Conways. But by the way, we are going to Cedros with her. We're going to go to sport fishing with uh, Toro. Okay, that's where we're going. It's a brand new lodge. It looks simply amazing. Our friends Derek and Mike have been there. They rave about it. So we're going out there. Um, I know people want to go with us. Unfortunately, I'm going to tell you right now, now, all I have is verbal okays, but I'm going to talk to Orkin and start, start getting some of the money for the reservations. We are sold out, Ron. I know. Okay? Boom, like that. So I'm going to make sure that... Um, What's the date wait, again? The dates are June 2nd through the 6th. All right? So the first week of June will be there, and it is already sold out. Wow. It's amazing. So I will do this. We will uh, create a little a waiting list. Okay? And then uh, we're trying to put this one together, the 5th through the 9th of November. Okay, we're going to go to Mac, Mac Bay. Okay, so we're going to try to do that one as well. Okay, what the, the, the Cedros for sure. We'll, we'll, we'll see what we do in, in, in November, but I think we can do that one as well. And that one's going to be a large group. We're going to take a lot of people with us. What was that date again? That would be the 5, 9, 5 through the 9th of November. Okay, obviously not this Sunday, okay? That's next year. Right. Okay, Mag Bay. And um, Orchid, I'm communicating with Orchid through Facebook right now. Orchid, how many people can we take Okay, go at the Mag Bay? I know that this is a large quantity. We can take a lot of people. I believe we fly to Loretto and then come across uh, on vans. They bring us across. So um, we'll, we'll talk about that as we get closer. All right, hang on tight, folks. I hear the music. Music says, I got to go to break. In the meantime, maybe Orkin can tell me. And she goes, it's a real simple answer, a lot. Okay, so we can take a lot of people. So we'll make a big push for that. Jonathan, stay with me, folks. You're in Angels Radio, AM 830-KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. 
Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. With the quick fuse, I was uptight. Wanna let loose, I was dreaming of bigger things. Wanna leave my old life behind. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And uh, before we get to the, the next segment here, I want to make sure that I say uh, drive safe. Uh, our dear friend Orchid is listening us through the radio as they're driving to Arizona for her granddaughter's birthday party. So happy birthday to the granddaughter and have a safe travels, okay? My best to Johnny. All right, let me introduce right now because I know he's on the water. Uh, this is Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey. Good morning, Rick. Good morning. How's everyone doing? Doing real good. You got Jonathan Oliver Skinner on the phone and Ron and myself here in studio. Um, one of the missions that we have to make sure we complete, hopefully this year, but if not for sure in 2024. Jonathan, you're missing the bluefin or the yellowfin? Uh, bluefin. Um, I got a, I got a yellowtail. Not not yellowtail. Yellowfin Let's tuna. See, yellowtail tuna. Uh, and I did, I want to say, well, I don't know. I will have to see. So basically, we've got to take them out and get them some nice tuna, okay? And I'll tell you, right now is, the, is good timing. I know that we had the full moon and stuff, but everything's going back to normal. This weekend's going to be gorgeous weather. We're beginning back to... 2 to 250. Oh, you're, well, you're, seeing, them, you're seeing them 200, oh, yeah. 250? Very good. Yeah, well, we just put, put one on the boat about 10 minutes ago. Nice, Nice size. 20 pounder we like those mm-hmm. so they're uh they're, you're having to go deep or you have you can catch them on the surface um that we caught that down deep but i do see them starting to come up here we got some under the boat starting to come up here about four cool feet. so hopefully hopefully the guys fly line will start yelling here in a minute excellent so. excellent uh where you at how many how far away uh we're where everybody else is just southeast of san Clemente island Okay. I don't know that there is anywhere else to go at the moment. We went looking. We went looking on Monday. We went way, way down, ninety miles south. Um, we caught some dorado, not a lot, and uh, a few, few uh, yellowfin tuna, some small yellowtail. But we didn't like it so much, so we're back up here trying to catch the bluefin for this one. Yeah, I like it. And uh, so, um, what? How's the weather? Uh, marbles on the dash and they're not rolling. I love it. I love it. I hope everybody heard that. He's got marbles on the dash and they're not moving. I love that. Yes. Okay. It looks like we're gonna have we're gonna have that all week. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking. In fact, I'm going out. Well, it depends. Um, okay. We do have a trip for us scheduled for tomorrow night, but we haven't been able to meet the minimum until when no. are you? When are you gonna meet? Hold that trip out till. 
till Sunday afternoon or Sunday around noon or two or something. I think the landing makes us hold it till two. But yeah, nobody fisher here. Nobody wants to go fishing. Beautiful weather. Well, you better let me know because I'm on the center console tomorrow. Okay, oh. that means I have to go. I'd have to go straight there. So let me know as early as you can. Okay, because I definitely want to be on the boat with you if it goes out. Okay. Absolutely. I can't believe you. Know, now, it, it was quite a feat to try to get this boat out in, in what, five days? Uh, seven days, yeah. you told us. But you know what? It's a great time to go fishing. The weather is good. It'll be a light load. Uh, all you need is 10 to go. Okay? Yeah. When you, so let's make it happen if you guys want to. I'll go. If you go, then I'll bring the boat in early, and I'll jump in the car and head down to San Diego. That'll be awesome. Okay. So, Ron, you available? He knows I'm going. All right, good. So I guess what we'd have to call my uh, mechanic and tell him we can't bring the car Monday. (laughs) Tell tell Robert no. Absolutely. We'd love to go down there with you, so we'll make it happen. So just uh, keep me abreast of it and give me enough time to bring the boat in and jump in the car and go. But I'll have my stuff ready. Okay. Okay, we'll, we'll do that. You so, have phone service on that little thing out there, right? Absolutely. So let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. So, since I need to get ready, what should I bring with me? Um, I would bring your twenty-five to forty pound with fluorocarbon. There was a little bit bigger fish running around, so you might want to have a probably a fifty-pound setup also. Um, that'll be for fly lining, and then of course for night fishing, eighty pounds is what we're using so that we can not lose them, get them on the boat, because we're going to have tangles. And the one fish we caught a minute ago, of course, he got a tangle. So we want that 80 pounds so we can get in a tangle that uh, we've got a lot better chance of getting that fish on the boat. Yeah, and guys, keep in mind uh, when you go deeper and you put, I mean, the chances of tangle are increase dramatically because the fish will start doing circles and catches everybody around you. But, um, yeah, absolutely. Make sure you have all the right gear. It makes no sense to go out there and not have the right gear. Okay, so um, 20 to 40, okay, is what you're going to do primarily for fly lining. Ron, we were there, what, a week ago? And that's exactly what happened. I got bid on 40, 30, 20, and 60, okay? And we fly lined. That was 60 fly line. Okay, and then you 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 uh, went down with the heavy stuff. Yeah, I got a fish on one thirty and brought him up sideways. Yeah, you know you know you're not supposed to snag him. You're supposed to catch him. Okay, but we'll bring him up anyway. Well, Ron does any way he can. He brings him up. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, beautiful size fish. Um, I, I don't know if you're going to let me mention the one that I caught on 15-pound test. I tried to hand that off, Ron, I, I don't know how many times, and people just couldn't handle them. But you're teaching people bad habits. Huh? 280 to 300. 280 to 300. Okay. That's where the fish are. So let me ask Rick. I mean, am I teaching people bad habits by throwing out 15 when you told me, do you have 12? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For sure. You should have thrown 12. Well, yeah, I didn't bring 12, but how do I, you know, and the other thing is this. You had the other, you had the new, brand new Fishing Syndicate E-Glass rod with a little 300 narrow, a little 300 um, Valiant, um, and I should, that one had 25-pound test. We should have put 15 on that one, and it really, 
helps you because my bass rod is made out of graphite, so it does it bends, but it's a lot, lot more rigid. Okay, I don't have a big, huge leader, so there's not a lot of stretch. How if we would have done that with the e glass, you would have had a little bit more of a cushion. It'd probably be easier to catch. It wouldn't bust off as much as we did. But I'll tell you what, um, that fish took me what 45 minutes easy. Okay, and yeah. I, I kept there was a, a girl with us. I kept I said here take this, you take it. And it's like she couldn't even hold it. Okay, that's uh, it, it. Really does tax you quite a bit, but. Rick, as much as we want to catch him on six, because you said, Sarge, stop using the light stuff. Throw the, the heavier stuff. You you thought I should throw out 30. I threw out 60 and got bit. Okay? In fact, I, I told you the bit, I had the big 600 narrow but with one of those new E-glass uh, extra heavy, and oh, my Lord, was that fun. And that was a perfect rod, a perfect fish to hand, uh, hook in hand. Okay? And yeah, but then, you got to understand, you and I are doing it for two different Totally two different reasons. Right. You're doing it. You're doing it for fun. I'm. I'm here for numbers. Yeah. And actually, I'm there for in the in between. I'll catch one or two on light line for myself because I still like to catch fish. And then I usually move up to 25 to 30 pound, even on the lighter gear, but 25 to 30 pound. And um, that's the ones I hook in hand. Okay. The, the perfect rod I found for uh, being out there on the water is the 800 medium, which is rated 20 to 50. Okay. And that's a composite. That's a fishing syndicate. And... And then I would put the 500 narrow. The you could put a 600 narrow valiant. I like the 500. Um, if you get a bigger fish, it might spool you. But it's got plenty of line for that. A 500 narrow with put 50 oh. backing. You got a fish on? Hey, what's going on down there? Whoa! Look at that. We got a biter. Oh, we got a biter. Was that Chris? Chris is down there with him, yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, right, right here underneath me. we got a biter. One of the things that we should feature is uh, on the Ocean Odyssey, you know, you can fish with my two bodyguards. <laughs> Chris and Craig. Chris yeah, yeah. and Craig, they're my bodyguards. Tiny and mini-me, I call them. Okay. Um, both of them are, up, they're taller than, than John, so they got to be 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, or 6'8". I get right in the middle. It's like I'm at the Twin Towers. It was beautiful. All right, so yep. awesome stuff. All right, um, how many more trips you got left over? So we got Sunday night with nobody. We have Wednesday night with a couple spots left, sponsored by Turner. And we have next Friday night with not enough people to go. And then we get in on Sunday. And Tuesday, I get on a plane. I go to Montana. So this may be the last call from the boat for the year unless we get some people for next weekend. Okay, well, if you go to Montana, make sure you stop by the ranch. Okay, Yellowstone will be there. Uh, and oh, say, yeah. say hello to Beth for me. I sure will. <laughs> All right, uh, Rick, uh, phone number. Uh, guys, what we'll do is this. Tomorrow night, Sunday, uh, there is a trip scheduled, but we need 10 paying passengers. Okay, so if you're interested and you want to make me go, then I need you to call the give them the number and the website because you can also just sign up on the website. If we reach ten, that means I have to get off the center console early, 
If you don't reach 10, well, then I can stay out a little later. You will let me know by noon tomorrow, please. Okay, so you give me enough time because um, I want to go. I want to do both. I want to catch some of my bass and rockfish in the morning and then head over with you and go out there and then catch some of the last tuna we'll have an opportunity to catch. Okay? Yeah. So you can log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com. Schedule's right online there. Or if you want to talk to Dina, you can give her a call at 619 619- Eight eight nine four five three five. And the other open party trip that you had goes when? Uh, next Friday night. So uh, Thursday night. Thursday night has like three spots, and then Friday night. Excuse me, Wednesday night has three spots, and then Friday night. <clears throat> Friday night's pretty open next weekend. Okay, so uh, the eighth is that possible? I mean, is it possible for me? You'd have to talk to Dina. Okay, yeah, because I'll tell you quite honestly, if I can't get on, if this trip doesn't go this week, and I've got to, I got to put in one more, either the eighth or Ron. You're going to have to anchor the show on Saturday the 11th, Veterans Day, and I'm going to get off. I'll get off on Sunday morning, and then just turn around, get on the El Dorado for another day and a half. I'll, I'll do the crazy Iron Man stuff. We've done it with, uh, with you, Rick. I remember did a day and a half, yeah, came that in. Was fun. We got ourselves a room over across the street so we can take showers and stuff and then get back on the boat that night for another day and a half. All that right. was fun. Yeah. That was yeah, fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, one more time. Information on the Ocean Odyssey. OceanOdysseyFishing.com or Dina at 619-889-4535. And Thursday night is actually a boat full of my brother's friends. My brother is coming down from Montana <laughs> just to go fishing. And he's called Could I sneak friends. in? friends are booked. Huh? Could I sneak in on that one? You're gonna you're gonna have to talk to Dina. All right, perfect. I'll talk to Dina. I'm not. I'm not. Every time I say something, I stick my foot in my mouth. He yells at me, and I'm in trouble. So. Yeah, but you know, it's always better to ask for forgiveness than permission. So, <laughs> so the tenth. Um, so that. the tenth, you do also have an open party. I want to make mention of that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and um, that's excellent. You know, and it, and you know what? When it comes to fishing, you know, you just. Can I keep going, keep going, keep going? And Jonathan, I know you haven't caught your tuna yet, but let me just leave you with this. Run when you can, walk if you have to, crawl if you must. Just never give up, okay? Never give up. Never surrender. Right, Rick? That's right. Well, he finally caught a fish during the tournament, so. Well, that's an improvement. That's so, an improvement, you know, at yes. uh, Dream Extreme and Lake Elsinore, Rick, Jonathan nailed uh, his first fish in, what, three or four years or nine, but I don't want to say ten, but it could be more. But anyway, but he caught his, his first one. I weighed it, and like he said, it's not a monster, but it's a monster to me. I love that. And it's all about catching that next fish. I, I, I love watching Jonathan from the first time he came out fishing with us to now. He's got the right gear. He's catching fish. That's what we look forward to seeing. So I'm, la- I'm glad you're doing that. Rick, uh, my brother, you go get them. Okay, looking forward to some photos. Okay, so I can post and share. And, um, God, I may have to jump on the, on the plane with you to Montana. Except you're going to oh, go yeah. out in the blinds because it's too cold for me. I, just wanna, I said <laughs> I just want to go see Beth <laughs> at yeah. Yellowstone. All right. I could drop you off there, and you can just stay there till I come home, and I'll pick you back up. That sounds great. They got horses there, and they even had some buffalo last time I saw, so it's good. So, anyway, Rick, one more time, Ocean Odyssey information. Just don't go to the train station. Don't go to Ocean the train station. 
OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Oh, boy. That train station. You're absolutely right. <laughs> All right, my brother. You take care. Catch a lot of fish. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Excellent. Jonathan, we've got to get you on the Ocean Odyssey, bro. We got to get yeah. you on the ice. Okay, so let me do this. Let me go. We got a caller, and I got uh, Jeff Reed from Santa Ana. Okay, you want uh, Jeff? You there? I guess. Come on, how's it going, buddy? Pretty good, Jeff. What's going on? Hey, so uh, yeah, don't forget to let people know about that uh, fishing swapping today in Bellflower. Angleras, Joey, Jeanette, Aiden's going to be down there. Very cool. Okay, well, there you go. In Bellflower, what's the location? Uh, it's on Clark Street. Okay, so guys, Clark Street is all the information I have. There's a swap meet going on. Our friends from Anglerettes are there. I know that uh, is she doing that $10 t-shirts, hats, and all that stuff? Yeah, all that good stuff. Come on down and... And hit them up, and uh, they have great deals today. Oh, we got Rhonda loves uh, wearing Anglerette stuff. So yeah, absolutely. So go get them. Uh, it's the uh, fishing swap meet in Bellflower. Okay, off of Clark Street. All right, Jeff. Thanks, brother. Are you going to be at breakfast? Take care, guys. Are you going to be no, at breakfast? Uh, I, I got I got work today, so okay. I can't make it. All right. Well, listen, Jeff. You take care of yourself. Drive safely, and thanks for the information. All right, buddy. Take care. All right. All right, Jonathan. So you know we've talked about um, you know the victory trip. I think it was a lot of fun. I wish you would have been with us on Taco Tuesday, Ron. Taco Tuesday was a lot of fun. Okay, yes, it was. You know what I saw? A Mandalorian. I did. And I didn't even come in costume, did I? Yeah, you did. No, I did not. What was I? He was the emperor. I was an emperor king. See, all you you just got to see the crown for the first time. Was that a crown? That was a crown, bro. All right, everybody, hang on tight. Got to take a break. Come back. We'll, we'll close the show. This is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLIA. We'll be right back. Angels Radio. AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Your silver and black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. Hip, hip. 
Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And, you know, during the break, Ron and I were going through everything that we haven't mentioned yet, and there's a lot. So Taco Tuesday was successful. We were able to raise more money for the Fishers of Men um, pilgrimage. You know, you know it just okay. it never ceases to amaze me, the generosity of fishermen. Um, you know, we had we had a little over fifty people there, and we still managed to raise over seventeen hundred dollars. It, yeah. it just amazes me. And remember that we we buy these shoes, especially for the kids, between two to five dollars a pair, and we we're, we're buying it obviously right off containers. And I mean, it just it's a great deal, and we're able to give the kids see, not one pair, but we're trying to give them two, three, four pair at different sizes. So as they grow throughout the year, they're able to to have a pair of shoes. Very important. So that's uh, Taco Tuesday. I want to thank every. Everybody. Everybody. Okay, I want to congratulate Mike Howell that came as a that Mad was a great Hatter. Costume. Yeah, and uh, Kim came as Alice in Wonderland. So that was good. Um, a special shout out to Father Gimme. Okay, and uh, you were a Mandalorian. Yes, I was. Oh, with with, but you broke the rule because you took out your helmet. You're not Oof. supposed to take off your I helmet. Know, I got to go get the, uh, this. Is the the, the, this yeah, is the tis, way. This is the way. No, this is the way. No, it is the way. Huh? It is the way. No, it's this is the way. Watch the show. <laughs> I do all the time. Okay. All right. So excellent Taco Tuesday, and then um, Jonathan, you might have a shot. Okay, at catching your tuna before the end of the year. Run trip tomorrow night. No, tell them, okay, that's that one, but we also have one on the twelfth. Right. Okay, but I want to. I want to. You guys, the, the El Dorado is our flagship out here, and they have a, a few trips coming up here that um, have a few openings, and we need to get out there and support them. Okay. Uh, and they're under four hundred dollars, and the um, they do have some overnight trips for two forty. Uh, go to uh, longbeachsportfishing.com, book it online, and there's usually a savings in there somewhere. So right. So, so basically, online. yeah. So basically, there's still. Here's the thing: the tuna are still, still biting. You guys heard Rick was on location, and Rick was catching fish. Yes. Okay. Right. Right on radio. And right on the radio. Where else can you hear that? All right. And as he, you know, he, he told you he was deep, and as apparently they were coming up, because all of a sudden the the, the lines went uh, were bent. Here's the thing. There's fish. There's tuna in November. Uh, for you guys that know better, it's November. How could we possibly have tuna? Well, guess what? We have tuna, and it's just on the other, just on the side of Clemente. So it's not far. You can catch them on an overnight. Preferably a day and a half is best, but an overnight will do it as well. And the El Dorado right out of Long Beach, you don't even have to go to San Diego. Just right here in Long Beach. You just go, get on the boat, and, and for under 400 bucks. That's unheard of. Well, you know, the la- and the last couple of times, you know, guys, we fish right next to the Ocean Odyssey, so you can choose your poison to go to San Diego. Well, they're all in the same there. area. They're it, all in the same uh, area. That's what Rick said. So. Um, but on the 12th, we do have a trip as well, and we do have a few spots uh, called Long Beach Sport Fishing. Uh, go, you can go online and do that as well, but we have the, um, okay. we have the uh, trip that we are uh gonna be on on the 12th and the phone number to call is 562-432-8993 which is the landing right which the is Brent the landing 55. itself right and you can call or you can book it online and get ready come on guys i, I can't believe that the tuner is still running here we are in november and it doesn't look like it's going to slow down anytime well let me ask them as jonathan are you going to catch your tuna before the end of the year Jonathan? He fell asleep. Did we lose Jonathan? He must be must be fishing. 
Steve anyway, Carson's not here, correct? What's that? Steve Carson's not here right no, now. No, Carson's already gone. So okay. he, here's the deal. Guys, This is let me just say that on Sunday the 12th, Ron and I will be jumping on the El Dorado. There's an official Angler Chronicles sponsored trip by Fishing Syndicate and owner Hooks. I will. Uh, Ron and I will have some hooks available for you to use. We like the ring fly liners. We got some stuff like that. And I'm going to talk to Fishing Syndicate about giving away this a rod is our on last this trip. trip. Yeah, and you know, guys, um, we always have hooks available for you. Um, we Just don't ask. leave full packs out anymore because they have a tendency to they disappear get used up real quick. Yeah. And so uh, we always have hooks. So please ask. I know we, we always tell you what size to use, and they're always owner hooks, which to me, there's no other hook. And like we, them. we prefer the ring fly liners, but we exactly. usually have a, a wide array of uh, different hooks, um, at least appropriate for what we're fishing. Okay, right. so we'll have some mood twos. Yeah, there you are, Jonathan. Oh, okay, I am there. Yeah, so you guys are going the, the 11th of the... Uh, the 12th, the the 12th 14th, through right? the 14th. In other words, we leave tw- the on uh, the Sunday, Sunday the 12th. Night. We fish the 13th, and we'll be back sp- by 6 a.m. on the 14th. So you could be the 14th. You jump on the freeway at 7. You could be at work by 9. Yeah, it's a city council day. That's, that's my challenge. What, what, what day is the city council? The 14th. You want me to sit You'll in be there. You? You'll be home. We come in at six o'clock in the morning that day. You could drive home, go take a nap, and you'll be ready. Or you can go out to any one of their. Hey, you can go out there any one of other trips that they have. John, oh, yeah, like, but I want to see him. I yes, we see want him. you fishing with us. I want to see him. In we want to see that first tuna. Yeah, uh, and you enjoying the heart. So yeah, we we had, like I said, this trip is there. I'd love to see you. And then you know that week when I'm done. On the 16th, I'm giving a um, a seminar at the Long Beach Tuna Club, and I'll tell you what I can talk about what you have done, Jonathan. We have been <laughs> off the El Dorado. I love that. We're gonna we're gonna have to see on that. I am gonna try to catch one before the end of the year. Well, that's about uh, yeah. You're running out of time. You know what? If you if you, if you catch your tuna, you you'll be so perfect. And when they say, "What are you thankful for on Thanksgiving?" You'll say, "I caught my first tuna." <laughs> This right. tuna that, that we're eating tonight—that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you know, you know something. There's, if you can't get with us on the 12th, and there's lots of trips available on the El Dorado going out of Long Beach. Yeah. So, but you want to be with the Zen Masters. We want to see you there with us. I, I and I appreciate it. Real quick, I just want to say, uh, Gary Tams, thanks for the for the text. I appreciate it. Thank you about you. And, yeah, he you know, sent him Ron and Sergio. You guys, um, it has been an honor being with you guys on the radio. And fishing with you, and yes, I do want to fish with you guys before the end of the year, maybe the December trip, but definitely 2024 is when I'm going to be catching tuna with you guys. Perfect. You know, I just got this, um, Joe Barrio sent me this, I mean, Fishing Syndicate is probably there. Um, It is the tackle, it's called tackle meat, okay, it's in Bellflower, it's 14722 Clark Avenue in Bellflower, so... Um. Yeah. So thanks, uh, thanks, Joe, for that info. Okay. Well, listen, we're almost at the end of the show, Jonathan. It was a pleasure to fish with you on Thursday on the victory, and hopefully we'll get you out on the twelfth and get you get you your first tuna. Uh, there's a lot to be thankful for this year. The fish are still here. I saw something really cool. I saw a video, hold on, a video where they had just they were night fishing, and all the squid came up. Go ahead. Well, uh, <clears throat> gosh. 
I just want to say something. I read here recently, just in the last week, that they actually caught two fish that they were bred here in southern waters, uh, tuna. Yeah. So and they they were um, fourteen inches long. Um, so that is the coolest thing I've heard. Wouldn't that be great if they're all breeding out here and we have this year round? That would be amazing. So uh, yeah, absolutely, yep. absolutely. All right. Any parting shots there, uh, big guy? Well, yeah. I want to say, uh, Chris, Don, Ron, Paul, uh, Mike, Mike. Um, I, I just thank can't thank you guys enough for all your support and what you do for us. Uh, you know, especially with the po- pocketbook. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Mike Blue, I love you. Get a room. Get a room. Jonathan, thank you for joining us today. I ended up doing the whole show with us. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you guys so much. I love talking to you guys. It's- can't wait to see you guys. I don't see you before December 2nd at the Winterfest. All right, you got it, brother. All right, folks. This is Angler Chronicles. Ron and I wish everybody a very, very happy weekend. And, you know, be kind to one another. We'll talk to you next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.